Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in SaaS. This is episode 726. It's a special. We're live at WordCamp 2022. Um, it's going to be a fab event. We're doing this show live. I've Unfortunately, Andrew can't join us because he is ill. I've got my friend John Locke as my co-host. Always reliable, always rock solid, John. And I've got a special guest. I've got um, Tom Venari or Conversio, another friend. He's He agreed to join us live. Glad to be here. I'm going to let Tom introduce himself. Would you like to introduce yourself to the um, Sure, sure. So my name's Tom Finelli. I'm the founder and CEO of Conversio. And we are a relatively new player in the WordPress hosting space. And we really focus on scaling e-commerce sites, membership sites, LMS sites, sites that typically take a lot of resources when they have a large surge of traffic coming to them. Uh, We make those sites run fast and efficient and always capture as much revenue and uh, have happy users. Yeah, that's what you look, happiness, that's what we're after. Hey, John, do you want to introduce yourself to the tribe? Yeah, I'm John Locke from Lockdown SEO. Uh, I've been building websites on WordPress for about 10 years now. And uh, mostly what I'm doing now is SEO for manufacturing and industrial sites. Though, yeah, we take on some other clients too, but but that's who our primary audience is. That's great. And I just want to point out to the tribe, we're doing this live in the lobby of the hotel it's not too noisy, but if there is some background noise, there's not much I can do about it. Um, it's called well, ambiance. Yes, yeah, that's, that's why you're the CEO of a major hosting company, not me. Uh, I wish I could come out with statements like that. Uh, um, so it's, it's the framing tribe. It's always the framing. Uh, um, before we go into the main part of this great um, special, um, we got a couple of messages from our major sponsors. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses. Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. The importance of backing up your WordPress website cannot be emphasized enough. We use BlogVault to help us do this on a daily basis. With free staging, migrations, and on the pro plans, malware scanning and auto fix, BlogVault is the professional's choice when managing just one website or many. Go to blogvault.com and see for yourself. You seriously won't find a better, more complete solution. That's blogvault.com, blogvault.com. We're coming back. I just want to point out that I do a great newsletter. It's always based on the stories that we discuss in the Friday show. 
I also do a notorious editorial where I have a go at somebody, either in WordPress and in tech in general. No, it's, it's getting a bit more moderate, actually, but it is interesting. You can get this plus a load of recommendations, WordPress plugins, special deals. You can get all these goodies and sign up for the newsletter by going over to WPTonic slash newsletter and sign up there. So let's go straight into it. So, Tom, um, what are you looking forward from this WordCamp? That's the first one in almost three years, I think. Okay, well, yeah. In fact, I think I was, I mean, the last WordCamp US I was at was 2019. And that was the last one we had. Yeah. And then we did, there was a couple regional WordCamps after that. And then now they're, you know, they're starting back up. So this year is a, and this is an interesting year, um, but in a lot of ways it, I'll have to wait and see how the it goes. But, you know, there's a lot of business people in WordPress that wanted to come here. And the attendance is actually low this year. It's low because they've limited the tickets to, I think there was like 650 tickets. And so a lot of people that wanted to come didn't get tickets and didn't get a chance to, to be here. And it's in this, you know, pretty nice, newly remodeled venue in San Diego. And... Um, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. I, I'm, I'm just, I wonder if compared to previous WordCamp US's, this is going to be more of an industry event than a um, end user. You yeah, know, well, you I'd know, imagine it's, 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 it's going to be more because it's like we're all we've all been like starved for contact, starved, stopped, withering away in our locked in our homes during COVID. Well, you look what you don't look too starved to be, Tom. Maybe the withering away, not so much. (laughs) We've been starved for contact from a lot of these people that we've gotten to know in the industry. And so, um, you know, this is the first big chance for us to get back together. uh, If you, you know, weren't able to attend the, uh, yeah, but actually, um, do you think that they might look at this? Because when they're next year, if they have a bigger event, I think actually you need two events in one. One for the for the kind of trade, if you want to call well, it that, and one for the general audience, really, um, in some ways. You know, in a lot of ways, WordPress has gotten so much massive adoption and it's got such a huge ecosystem this, these events, well, and they're very radically, the model for WordCamp is very different than the people I'm about to compare it to. But in some ways, I think WordCamp US, WordCamp Europe, I, they have to grow up, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at these other events like Dreamforce, Saster, the Apple Developer Conference. And these are major, major events. And, you know, Word, WordCamp is different than that because there's, they're happening you know, traditionally happen every month of the year. You know, they're all over the place. There's hundreds, maybe thousands going on. Um, But I think these big events need to level up because, and I think you're going to start to see that with, you know, at some point, Automatic's going to go public. Um, There's a lot of other companies going public in the space. There's going to be more money pouring into the WordPress ecosystem. And that's going to force these events to level up. And or they're going to have other events than WordCamp. Yeah, other people I'm, are going to come in and do it. Yeah, well, so what do you reckon, John? Because I think it's got to change a bit, these WordCamps, but I don't want them to become totally trade, trade events too, either. Yeah, right. I think we've got to find a hybrid 
a happy medium because WordPress does have a, a much stronger passion community element. Absolutely. But it also it's also needs the realism that it's there's a lot of money invested in it. What do you reckon, John? Well, I, I think that WordCamps in general and the bigger ones, uh, you know, something is going to change. And I, I don't know if it's like a combination of, of things that are forcing that to happen. I know that, you know, some things have changed over the last couple of years with um, the COVID, but also within the community, I think like, you know, newer voices are um, – saying that it is time to mature and for the market to mature automatic definitely is working toward an IPO. That's been the trajectory for several years now. Uh, it's just a, at what point are they can, going to uh, IPO? I, I think once they have uh, Gutenberg as a uh, solid product, I think that's going to be the play. But um, yeah, I definitely think um, there is change coming. One of the things that has been mentioned, Rob Howard and uh, Naisha Green over at Master WP have talked about speakers getting paid, organizers getting paid for their efforts. Um, and that is what a lot of the other conferences do as well. Um, I, I think there is a, a maturation process that is going to happen within the WordPress community. And I've seen some pushback from some people in the community. Uh, and it's and it's very interesting to see um, sometimes like who's pushing back on that. But I think that it will be a necessary step and I think it'll be a, a welcome step. Yeah, I think you brought up a great point there because um, I don't know what you felt, Tom, but I felt with a lot of the word camps, it seemed that it was the same speakers all the time. There's a circuit, mm -hmm. and I think that was partially mm -hmm. down to that they were the most professional. There were some kind of stars or seen as right. stars. Um, but also, it was also because it's not paid. Um, so that excludes people if they have to travel any distance. So right. I'm actually for that. What's your own thought, Tom? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot. I, I, I definitely think it's hard to break into the speaker circuit in WordCamp. I mean, you know, I got I submitted three talks this year and I got picked as a backup speaker. And so um, it's different. And you're so friendly, Tom. I know. I try to be. Um, so, you know, it's it's hard. And I, I've submitted to many other events and things. And it's almost like if you're not a known person, which, by the way, this is why I love Vito. Well, I'm, not, Vito's I'm, I'm notorious. I'm not known. I'm notorious, actually, Tom. Well, I like, this is why I like things like Vito's at our events that are virtual, where it's like it's almost like more inclusive. You can start to get your name out there. And if these organizers see that you've done these virtual events, you know, like we've got a membership success summit coming up. And so it's like you do these virtual events, you get your name out there, people start seeing it. I feel like you're more likely to get a chance because every organizing crew is different. So it's like you start from ground zero. Yeah. It's like they don't know you've no, submitted don't. 17 other WordCamp talks and have gotten, you <laughs> know. Be rejected every time. <laughs> when you got a face like mine, you get used to rejection. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, um, so what do you, John, what do you reckon? I'm, I've also got very mixed mixed feelings about this contrib contribution day, you know, they're having this, I really feel 
I think you want some community contribution, but not the idea that you're going to get a load of people and they're going to contribute to core or some important element on a day is a little bit misleading. And I, um, I think that's got to change as well, John. What do you reckon? Yeah, so that's that's a great one. In the past, we had um, the bar for being able to contribute in a meaningful way to core, I think, is a little bit lower. And that, again, that's another one of the things that's changed over the last couple of years in the community. But with the previously with it being more PHP based, I, I think a lot more people were able to contribute to squash out certain bugs or things like that. But in in recent years, it really feels like the um, you have to be like a certain type of developer in order to uh, navigate this whole thing where you're still trying to support some of the sites um, in the classic and then you're trying to build this new product with with all these bug tickets uh, with Gutenberg and you're trying to like branch branch out into full site editing so you can compete well so that automatic can compete with Wix and Squarespace and I think a lot of people too before there was a lot of positive community sentiment toward initiatives like five for the future. And I think now I think a lot of people are, you know, they're just so caught up in trying to make. A well, I don't think, I don't think it helped with the fan. I don't think it helped the founder hitting the whiskey bottle. I know I started tweeting about it. I think Tom understands you don't hit the whiskey bottle and get onto Twitter. Do you? Right. The first part. That's one hundred one. Okay with being the, a CEO of a I'm company. I'm okay with the whiskey it? bottle, but the moment that you start, it's mixing the whiskey. Yeah, mixing the, whis- the whiskey <laughs> with Twitter. That is. So to get serious, Tom, I, I do really think the con- contributor day and that whole concept needs. I wouldn't say removed, but it needs to be changed. I think it's not exactly working, is it? What do you think? Well, you know, the con- I. My first contributor day that I went to was the 2019 WordCamp. And, um, <clears throat> you know, as a new person coming in, it was, it was, a, it was a way to get fast-tracked up yeah. to speed on what's going on in the hosting yeah. group. And it was, uh, what I saw was people that never saw one another got to actually build some relationships. So I, I don't know if, you know, there's work getting done there for sure are you sure that's the but, but i th- but I, th- but i think that the main thing is you get to actually meet these people yeah. that you've you've been working on slack with yeah. you know and you get to put a face on right. a name and, and all that kind of stuff and well so, that's that is a point john i think we're because we're you know i don't i do my contribution through the podcast so is it a contribution i'm not sure but um i think a lot of people have been very friendly towards me since i've been here which um Surprised me in a way, uh, um, but <laughs> but uh, um, we're not part of these these Slack groups, are we, John? We're not contributing directly, so it might be a, you know Tom's got a good point there that that because we're not part of it, we might diminish about meeting up for the contribution day. Is that making sense, John? Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, but we're all part of the ecosystem. You know, anyway, we're, 
I mean, like you said, there's people who contribute as news providers. There's people who contribute as, you know, talking about WordPress and hyping it up. And let's face it, WordPress would have never got to the market share or the user base that it would have gotten to without agency owners building sites on WordPress, uh, all the independent, you know, one-person shops and freelancers building sites on WordPress, and all the podcasts and stuff recommending this instead of other web solutions out there. So that's a large part of it. But... I, I think it is true, like, we're, we're moving into the next phase of the community. You can feel it, you can sense it, people, you know, talk about it differently. I, I think it is good to meet up with different people face-to-face and uh, build some rapport like that. Uh, but the, the contributor days, I think they have to be focused on specific bugs, you know, possibly that they're trying to squash out that are in an immediate um, issue. I think that the team has made some progress on squashing out some bugs. There are still some old bugs that that are legacy um, things, but, you know, they're working through the list. So it'll get there. All right. We're going to go for our break, folks. We'll be back in a few moments. We're live at WordCamp 2022 in the lobby of the hotel. Um, got my friend Tom with me. I've got my friend John Virtually, we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Build next-generation WordPress forms with WS Form, the only fully responsive, no-code form plugin. Choose from over 60 feature-rich field types, conditional logic, repeaters, calculations, and more than 65 integrations to build intuitive, accessible forms. Upgrade your form plugin today at wsform.com. Use coupon code WPTONIC for 20% off any WS Form edition. Hey, it's Benz from LaunchFlows.com. If you've been looking for a fast and easy way to create powerful sales funnels on WordPress, then look no further than LaunchFlows. In just minutes, you can easily create instant registration, upsells, downsells, order bumps, one-click checkouts, one-time offers, custom thank you pages, and best of all, no coding is required. For as little as $50 per year, you can own and control your entire sales funnel machine with Launch Flows. Get your copy today. Hey, Tribe, are you trying to scale your agency but struggling to find time to work on your business because you're always stuck working in your business? Head over to FocusWP.co where you can subscribe to an instant team of white-label geeks and creatives to delegate to. Use code WPTONIC for a special discount just for the Tribe. With FocusWP, you don't have to worry about hiring, firing, or any other HR nightmares. Just submit a ticket and your new team will dive in. Focus on what you love. Outsource the rest. We're coming back. I want to point out, I'm doing a virtual summit at the end of this week. We've got Pat Flynn as our keynote speaker. Conversio is our major sponsor. It's going to be the Success Membership Success Summit. The link will be in the show notes. You'll find it all over my social media. I'm going to be doing a series of interviews to join us live, the ticket is totally free. I've got an amazing selection of speakers. I've not done a bad job, actually, rustling up a few interesting people. I think you've done a great job. You I've been amazed by myself, actually. <laughs> uh, um, 
I'll be truthful. Uh, um, just hope I pull it off. I, I, if I don't, Tom will be after me, and he's bigger than me. So I am, <laughs> I am Italian. I have some people oh, God. questionable backgrounds in my family. God, I'm losing my mind on this summit already, Tom. Thanks for putting the pressure on. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Right. Um, let's go into – so let's talk a bit about Conversio, you know, You've entered a very competitive market, you know, host, you know, yeah. hosting, providing the WordPress space. I know you host other platforms as well. Um, I kind of see yourself as trying to, and I'm sure you're going to correct me here, but the way I saw it is that you're trying to pitch yourself in the Pagely um, <clears throat> kind of sector. You know, obviously recently they got bought out by GoDaddy. Um Am I correct? Is that the kind of area you're trying to establish yourself and grow? Yes, but I would. Here's how I'd frame it: with the absence of a comparison to like a Pagely, because we're very different, also than a Pagely. But here's the place: we are the, we want to become the home for high growth WordPress sites. Now that could be whether you're an LMS, an e-commerce membership site. Um, we want to be the place where people that don't want to have to worry about any of the underlying infrastructure servers, they just want to grow their website and they want to know if they've got 500 or 5,000 people that come on that site, it's not going to crash. And they don't want to have to deal with finding out while they're in their, that their moment of glory has turned into their worst nightmare. That's the thing that we're, we built Convesio for and its unique capabilities as a platform to be able to scale um, automatically when more and more traffic comes so to your site. So what, what was, you, you, you've got a partner, joint founder, is that correct? Yeah, so um, there's actually three of us that right. have um, co-founded the company. So there's Elizabeth, who's here with us. Somewhere. somewhere. She will turn it. Right over there. Oh, actually. she just doesn't want a couple of cameras. And then uh, Dudemans, uh, who's our chief architect. And, um, you know, we basically set out to figure out, could we modernize and reimagine how to host WordPress using a lot of very advanced technology that the enterprise uses? And so we built this platform from the ground up. Right. So, hand on if you, what is your background then, Tom? Because we never discussed that. So, I yeah. thought we might as well do it on air. Sure. Only put a little bit of pressure. What, no problem. Um, what's your so, you quick background yeah. on how you got into this actual space? Yeah. So, I actually, um, early in my career, uh, was a freelancer. And I did freelance. And this is very, this is like, 1994, 95. Okay, so freelancing is a little different than what you think of today. Um, a lot of print design work was being done. Um, I Early in my career, I worked at a printing company. That's how I kind of got it. And then eventually I got into an agency and I ran a pretty good agency in Florida, actually. Um, and then interesting uh, thing is that our, one of our biggest clients was like, we want you to come on board full-time with us. And so I sold out to my co-founder, the agency, and we ran that together for about seven years. And I went to work uh, at a software company. And my DNA is this unique combination or crossroad between um, I'm part marketing, but I'm also part developer 
very technical. I call myself like a very technical marketing person or a less technical developer. <clears throat> and so, oh, so you can tell he's a CEO, can't you, John? It's all about the framing. And isn't so, it? it's so I'm a you know at this unique thing of like I love marketing and technology products, and um, so had a great run at this uh, software company. They did a field service software dispatching, and I ran marketing and sales for them. And then I went ahead and uh, took a very big leap of faith, and I went to California. San Francisco to work for a startup, and that's where actually Elizabeth and I oh, that's, met. That's a big leap. It yeah. was a huge leap. Why, it was why, middle why? of my career. I was at this company for six years, uh, had a tremendous run. We were one of the first 10 products to integrate with QuickBooks, and the company grew like crazy. It was a huge turnaround success story, but I got bored. I was in Florida at the time. There wasn't a big tech scene, and I became friendly through my connections with Intuit with some other startup folks. And this guy that Elizabeth and I worked for was employee 41 at Salesforce. And he left early and was like, I'm going to start Salesforce for property managers, basically. And so he founded a company called Propertyware. And at about 20 employees, he's like, gave me the, the, uh, um, the speech to come leave Florida bring my wife and kids and make this. Was he as as persuasive as as I can be? He was very persuasive. Not quite as good as you. And then to, you know. That's why I like Tommy. He says such nice things to me. Long story Uh, short, you know, we uh, basically uh, sold that company a couple of years after I got there. And then we had an IPO uh, a year after that. And so I was very fortunate to do the exit startup to exit the IPO um, at a tech company. And then I stayed on board there and eventually ran 150 people of uh, mark- 150 marketing people globally. And then I went to a bigger company, a $2 billion company and ran a 500 person um, product and engineering group. Wow. Well, what do you reckon about that, John? This sounds... Very, very impressive. Um, You've been a busy beaver, Tom. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the big company that I worked for where I had that big team was we had a competitor to um, – we had an email marketing platform called Vertical Response. It was a competitor to Constant Contact, MailChimp. We had a competitor that no one's ever heard of to Wix. Um, we did – we hosted about a million some websites uh, and had a ton of – we owned a bunch of – SEO agencies. And so we had a bunch of service and product companies for small businesses. So, so John, you know, Conversio. Oh, I want to tell you, hold on. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. It's the name actually is a combination of container, vessel, and I struggled with the name, but I struggled with it. Only when I tell you that because there is a Conversio out there, and I think if people are listening and Googling, you know, yeah. you're sending them to some, I don't well, know this, what, what, does, what does the other company do? It's <laughs> nothing, nothing embarrassing. Nothing, 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 nothing WordPress. Uh, at least it's not embarrassing. <laughs> uh, Rob, I was getting a bit concerned there, Tom. Um, so Tom, um, Tom is, you now we're Conversio, John, is entered a very competitive, I understand where you're positioning the company, but it's always the perception of those that you're messaging to, you yeah. understand. So what do you think of, um, John, you know, I think obviously, do you think that you've got, you got a really 
pitch to the technical agency market that understands the value that Conversio is providing? Or or do you think in general, as soon as people mm. get a bigger website, they soon learn quickly that they need a good hosting provider? Well, I, I think that is one thing where the WordPress hosting market is a little bit underserved is with uh, hosts that have, they, they market and they deal in the realm of sites that are having explosive growth. Now, there are some like well-established uh, hosts out there, but generally it seems like most of those are pitching to um, sites that have an average amount of traffic. The only, the only one that you could really say that, that markets toward high growth would be Pagely. They're designed specifically for the enterprise but the, all the other players out there, whether it's SiteGround or Kinsta or WP Engine, they're all for, you know, normal traffic sites. And, you know, then there's some at the lower end. Uh, but Convesio is solving a specific problem where it's for sites that are in massive growth and they want to make sure that there's no downtime when that critical waves of traffic hit and that their infrastructure on their site holds up and they're they're not overwhelmed so i think that that's a great market to serve um and i do think that that agencies that deal with high-end clients enterprise level clients large-scale e-commerce and uh, large-scale membership and LMS sites, I think that that is a perfect fit for them. Yeah, but um, so, Tom, what, you know, obviously you're trying to find your niche, you're trying to find where your skills and your technology can best serve and where um, you can start growing the business even more. Um, what are some of the, you know? What are some of the other players that you respect the most in the hosting industry sector? What are some of the people sure. that you think are doing not precisely in what you're trying to do, but you yeah. you think they've got a tight ship, as I would say? Well, I mean, I I think you cannot not look at a company like Kinsta. And which, by the way, I who were sponsors of the podcast for over three years. Yeah. By the way, I have some interesting breaking news about Ooh. Kinsta, which I just saw. I mean, it's not insider information. Or anything, oh well, that, they just announced they're going to be supporting things other than WordPress. They're going to support other hosting applications than than just WordPress, which is a very interesting play, and I haven't even really wrapped my head around it. But going back to your original question. I think definitely Kinsta is a great company. I personally used Flywheel before I built Convesio. Um, you know, you got to respect WP Engine. I mean, they're... Were, well, the founder and their team, they're, you know, you got... I mean, they... I mean, I, I often... I keep asking him to come on my podcast, and they also... I forgot the CEO. I've got her name, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. And they keep politely saying that they're busy, but there you are. You know, it's interesting. They're um, they're very they're very interesting because you know they came up and became established in a time before there was a lot of choices 
in the managed WordPress hosting market. You know, they were there. I mean, you know, it's them and Pagely in the beginning. All right. And, you know, if you look at them, they got a lot of early traction, WP Engine did, before the market was as nearly as crowded as it is right now. You know, so in a lot of ways, their first few years of growth were, um, you know, had very different challenges than the first few years of like a Convesio's growth in the market that we're in um, today. But, you know, I mean, these are all really good. And I, I often wonder, and I, I, I'd love to get, you know, um, the, you know, the Pagely founders and I, I'd love to ask them about this. You know, it's like Pagely, you look at Pagely and WP Engine and they're vastly different companies. And I, I've often wondered, did like, is that a... Well, it kind of raised. It did raise a few eyebrows because obviously the founder Paisley did make some comments around the company that eventually bought him out. Right, they yeah. weren't very diplomatic, uh, um, and then he sells to the company. But obviously, I'm just as you know, they offered me a ton of money after give all the sins of yeah. that go down right. to myself. Yeah. Well, I just... It's that sarcasm that gets me into trouble, Tom. I mean, yeah, I I am aware of that, actually. (laughs) You know, there's just a... I mean, they had a... They they were both there at the beginning, and the outcome of both of those companies is very different in terms of size and market adoption and and all that. um, You know, I mean, I'm sure that was all very intentional by Pageley's... Um, thing, but it's it's really interesting to see the two of them side by side and compare where they're at and who they serve. So, um, but you know, they're both going to have great outcomes. Pagely had a great outcome with with Google and uh, WP Engine. We talked about Automatics IPO. I think I think WP Engine probably should go go out before them, but yeah, I mean, the market, I, but the market is yeah. who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think we're going to wrap up the podcast about the show. Um, Tom, you're okay for another 10 minutes? Yeah, you? sure. You can watch the bo- the extra bonus, as I call it, and the whole interview on the WP Tonic YouTube channel. Um, like I say, we're going to wrap it up. Please remember to come to our summit at the end of this month. That's the 29th and the 30th. That's totally free. Um, it's the Membership Success Summit. Google it and you will find it. So, Tom... How do people find more about you and what you're up to? Sure. Well, if you're at WordCamp, we're a sponsor this year. We're very honored to be a sponsor. And so we have a booth. Uh, so please come and visit us. You've got a booth? We a did. Well, okay. A it's table. a table, I think. Let's not over-exaggerate. <laughs> So I'm going to be nice automatic. They're sponsoring this summit. Yeah. Uh, um, so okay. uh, I'll become a okay. total you're, so automatic you're, lover. You're on your best behavior. Oh, yeah. okay, so, or, or you can go to Convesio, C-O-N-V-E-S-I-O dot com. Uh, or you can find me or my team on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. And you can email me at Tom at Convesio.com. Yeah, Tom's very approachable. Um, so, John, how do people find out more about you and especially your great YouTube channel? Because your videos are the business, as I would say. How do they find those, John? Yeah, so the YouTube channel, just search Lockdown SEO. And then the website, LockdownSEO.com. 
it's that easy. We'll be back next week with another great interview. I'm going to be doing a series of um, live interviews, if the people are up for it, at WordCamp. Plus, we're going to be doing a load of interviews about the virtual summit over the next two to three weeks. Um, it's going to be a great event this weekend and also the summit. We'll be back soon next week with another great guest. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group? And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.